0: On Twitter, at Union Power Radio. Listen every hour of every day.
1: UnionPowerRadio.com The facts, dates, and events presented in this video are from the members' best recollection and may not be fully accurate. This video is intended for entertainment purposes only. Always consult with your local union about your rights and duties at your workplace. The opinions shared on this video are our own and do not necessarily represent my employer's positions, strategies, or opinions. All views shared are protected under the National Labor Relations Act.
0: Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What The Heck Show, on unionpowerradio.com. We're a bunch of fucking assholes. We're a bunch
1: of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you wanna be.
0: You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say that's the bad guy. Me, I always tell the truth even
2: when I lie Guess who's back Guess who's back back again Shady's back tell a friend Guess who's back 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 That's right You're listening to the What The Heck Show and guess who's back The What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio 2024. Today is Sunday, January 7, 2024. And for all the haters out there, I'm back. I'm back on the Union Power Radio channel after the holidays. I hope everyone had a great holiday, Christmas, Christmas new years and uh hope everybody has a healthy and uh possible uh good new year this year in 2024 this year is going to be crazy it's already getting crazy i got a lot of issues that's going on and i'm going to be reading and and i had to write a couple of things down and i normally don't write anything down and I just go as is go, but today I have to write things down because I don't want to forget and I want to get you guys up to date of what's going on with this company and this contract. This contract is being walked on like a motherfucker. It is. This company is walking all over this contract and it is crazy that all this hype that we had about practicing uh striking and we didn't strike towards this company i think we should have striked on this company and now is the perfect i mean it's too late now but i think it should have been done uh because the way this company is running over this contract and not giving a fuck about hey just grieve it the griever procedures i keep saying this it sucks it really really sucks I put in dozens and dozens of fucking grievances and it just just don't have the teeth to even have this company be afraid of of having of a grievance. So that with, with that said, and, uh, you know, it's a lot of things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about that peak season is uh, going to be officially over on January 15th, but companies already doing what they normally do right after peak. And I keep telling you guys this shit. Once peak is over, the management starts OJSing you, starts harassing you of what you wear. And let me tell you something. It's being done. I'm witnessing it. I'm feeling it. I'm hearing it from the members. And it is it is happening. So we, we need to discuss of what they are looking for. And, uh, you know, other platforms might read out something for TDU or whatever the case may be. But I'm just going to tell you straight up how it is how it goes down and what they are looking for so this is this is this is the problem peak season is not over and you always know after peak season the company always looks for the shit that you do for minor bullshit for minor crap and minor bullshit so you got to watch out for it so first thing is first you must wear the uniform they provide you you can't wear hoodies because they're going to look at you. They're going to look for uh, anything that they possibly can to bring you into the office. So if they didn't get issue you a hoodie, you cannot wear a hoodie. They issue the uniform that they issue you. That's the one you got to be in. No other other uniform, no additional. Guys, you guys still want to play with the fire and you still want to try it out. And you still waiting after your shop store is telling you not to wear your hoodies and not to uh, come with a different pair of orange shoes or blue shoes or white shoes. And, you know, your shop stewards are telling you in advance what you shouldn't be doing. And then you still do it thinking, hey, I they would never notice. But they are noticing now and they are bringing you into the office for un, uh, having the uniform, not the way. Can you mute yourself before you could get in? Hold on. Let me. Hey, move. Hector. Yeah, go ahead. What's up, uh, Jamie?
0: Um, question. You you said January the fifteenth, but I thought it was extended to the twenty
2: third. You're right. It's extended to the twentieth, actually. Okay. Okay, so it's January twentieth. But it doesn't matter because peak season is really right. over right now. And if you notice that, you know, the volume is down and uh they have no it's more fair. rent they have no more rental trucks, they're not using PB, right. uh, you know, SSTs now, SSDs uh anymore they not they uh, they telling the helpers the 223s not to go out because they don't have enough volume so but with that said like i said it, you know talking about coming in in uniform and your shop store is telling you hey you you can't wear a hoodie uh he's not telling you because he's jealous because your hoodie looks good on you and it doesn't look good on him he's <laughs> telling you because of the fact That's the company what they're looking for. They're trying to get you out of harm's way by telling you you cannot wear hoodies. So, you know, guys are testing the waters and they're wearing wearing their hoodies and not listening to their shop stewards and then bang, they're in the office for not wearing the proper uniform. And then they'll call, you know, the B.A. and say, hey, what is the union doing about this? What the fuck am I supposed to do about it? If we're telling you that you're not allowed to wear the hoodie because I sent an issue uniform by the company, what else you want me to do? I don't understand. What else do you want the union to do? They are telling you not to wear it for you won't get harassed and go into the office for this shit, and, but you still wear it. We tell you not to wear yellow sneakers and you wear pink sneakers. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it, what, what is what what is the union supposed to do about that? The union is giving you a heads up of what they're looking for. So the heads up is don't wear yellow sneakers. Don't wear pink sneakers. And then you decide you want to wear, okay, since he didn't say purple, I'm going to wear purple. No, you know what your uniform requires. It requires black or brown polishable shoes period those are the two brown or black no other color in the whole well, how many colors they're out there 26 20 100 whatever it is there's no other color so if the shop students tell you not to wear pink it doesn't mean you you could wear yellow all right so those are the shoes requirement Is sh- uh, polished shoes are black and brown period can't wear hoodies so there's a lot of things now dealing with management, the deal makers with management. We have a lot of fucking I can't believe how much deal makers we have out there that a deal that, that make deals with with management and then come crying to the the shop steward and the business agent. And when they put them in the office and this, shit, listen, guys, management is not your friend. I'm sorry to say they are not your friend. I don't care if they talk to you about how's your kids and how's your, your life. They're not your friend because when it comes down to discipline and they want to get you, they're going to get you no matter how friendly you are or how friendly he is with you. I have a particular man, a supervisor that's in one of my centers that is acts very, very friendly with um with the members. But what he does, he gets information from them. And when he gets information from them, and then he waits a while, and then he brings them into the office for the information that they gave him. And that's bullshit. And that's, that's the way it's going down. And the crazy shit is that I pulled, got pulled into the office. I got him out of everything because of the bullshit that goes on. But and then after, after I leave, and then I walk around for a minute, and I come back, and I see him hugging the same supervisor. I I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it guys. Uh they're not they're not your friend. So it is what it is. Going into the office, you are when they are telling you to go into the office, you must ask them you must ask for a shop steward. Simple as that. No, don't you
0: have guys that go in there without they like to go in there without the shop steward. That's
2: correct. So you do not go into an office without a shop steward, period. That's because they're making a deal, trying to trying to make a deal. Exactly, so. it's no deal making here. It's you're you're definitely gonna. It's definitely gonna be some discipline. Once they start talking to you about a package or a scan or something that happened on the route, it becomes an investigation. Once it becomes an investigation, you have the right to say, "Stop! I need my shop steward present." You have to ask for your shop steward present. You cannot go into that office. And talk freely like, hey, nothing's going to happen because it is going to happen. And what they are doing is getting information from you without your shop steward present. And then when they're ready to get your shop steward involved, that's when they're going to come out. Didn't you say this to me when the shop steward wasn't here? You're going to put yourself in a bad situation. So I'm advising everyone that any management or LP person that comes up to you and say, I need to talk to you about a package. I don't give a fuck if it's your package. If they want to talk to you about anything, you must stop the conversation and say, I need to I need to have my shop it present. Simple as that. It's better that way. Because then they're going to talk They're gonna talk about anything, you're going to give them information, and that's not the way it works. Now, we're having a big situation here in, in Local 804, and I'm sure across the country, with the force of the six-day punch. Now, we here don't have that language here, so we don't have a six-day punch. They come in, volunteer, and that's a big problem here in Local 804. That, you know, we have these six-day punch guys going in as on the sixth day and taking the work away and pushing. This is what the company's doing. They're pushing all that work on Saturday, and they are they are they're leaving Monday, Tuesday, even up to Wednesday debt. Because they're pushing all that work on Saturday. And the reason they're pushing that work on Saturday because they have volunteer six-day punch guys greedy guys that want to come in and make money and not make all the hours i mean if i understand if you want to come in and work eight hours because you need the money please come in and make the money yes i appreciate that because you know what eight hours showing the company that you're going to work eight hours but when you're making your stupid fucking deals for coming in on your day off getting dressed Getting in your car, driving an hour to the fucking center to work two hours or three hours and then going home and saying I don't want to work no more. How the fuck are you telling me that you need money if you're only doing three hours? By the time you spend the time getting up and, and on your day off that you can spend with your kids that you haven't seen them all week or maybe you don't have kids or whatever the case may be, you know, you go there to work two hours and get actual pay. That is fucking stupid. If you're going to go to work on Saturday on your day off, stay the whole eight hours. They are guaranteed. to, uh, And I'm putting in grievances left and right on Article 3, Section 1A on guarantee eight hours. And the company is denying because they're saying it's an extra day for them and it's a six day punch. This is this is what the company does. This is how they take advantage of this contract. The way the, the members are fucking their own contract and in return, the company is accepting the fact that you're fucking your own contract. I don't know what else to do, but that's the way it is. You know, you got Tuesday to Saturday guys now here in uh, to Forward, a couple of my centers. And now they're forcing guys that to Tuesday to Saturday that are uh, in the contract. It says anyone from August 1st, 2019 will not be forced. Yeah, under uh, or from August 1st, 2019 under, will now be forced to t- Tuesday to Saturday. They are now breaking that contract and they are forcing guys that has a seniority before 8 2019 to come to do Tuesday to uh, Saturday. And the reason is this. They need more guys to work Saturdays on top of the guys that are doing extra six-day work. You guys are fucking up the system. You are guys are fucking up for other people under you to, uh, to, to try to have make money. and um, you're, you're, you're messing up the, the, the layoff. It's going to be layoffs now because of this, because of the fact that they're pushing all the work out on Saturdays. And the reason is because the, the company feels that Amazon and FedEx has a why you know, a lot of trucks out there on Saturdays. They want to be equal to that. They want to put as much trucks out there on Saturdays to for the publicity or for the public and all that shit. It's all a bullshit tactic that they are doing. And, but we're giving it to them. The members, we are giving it to them, you know, because you're coming in on your day off, six-day punch. They're pushing out more work than ever on Saturday. We had a contract that just got ratified that I, I, you know, to this day, I think we should have striked. I swear to God right now, we should have fucking striked just to show this company that they are fucking around. They don't they, they this company don't care. They are they are walking over this contract and they continue to walk over this contract. Example. Exactly what I said. The Tuesday to Saturday guys again forced from Friday, Monday to Friday to Tuesday to Saturday. Even though in the contract it says anyone that has a less seniority than 8 1 2019 will not be forced on a Tuesday to Saturday schedule. Bullshit. Now they went from 20 routes on Saturday to 36 routes on Saturday. What is that telling you? It's telling you that they are rather push out. They'd rather push out more work on Saturday and dry out Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So you know what's going to happen. They're going to start laying off, you guys, the bottom guys. They're going to start laying them off on Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays because this is what's happening. The seniority guys that work Monday to Friday, I understand you need to, uh, you have different means of uh, financial because you over you overdid it. You whatever. You bought a fucking BMW for eighty thousand dollars. You you got a house. You got a your private school. I got it. People gotta make money and people gotta do things. But you gotta understand what the in the the dent you're putting into this now. Because what's happening is the company's getting smarter and letting that Saturday work get all pushed out. And then they're gonna dry up the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So what happens then? The bottom guys going to get laid off and then what's what they're going to say oh it's the union's fault it's the union's fault uh what is the union doing about it dude it's not the union's fault because if it was our if i was doing we won't lay off anybody that's the company that's the company playing with you and telling you hey you're going to get laid off because we're pushing all the work on saturdays that's one contract that they're walking all over the second contract is the show pause we agreed on a show post. They are fucking are giving more to show posts this year alone than it was last year. They are giving more work to show posts. It's crazy that you have show posts. Have- yeah, go ahead. If
0: show these, posts. If these guys... I don't know. I, I, I see it different. A lot of our members, they don't want to come to work. So... If they came to work, do you think that we would get more of that work back? Because it's like every day now, once – well, peak is not over, but it's like every day you have at least 30 people that don't come to work. They get a call or they get a text, do you want today? day? Yes, yes, yes. And they don't come. So you only have a certain amount of people, and that work has to go out. I'm, I'm assuming it has to go out All right. somehow. Yeah,
2: Jamie, let me tell you something. You're a shop steward. You got to be on top of this thing. You got to get the recap every day because let me tell you something. There's a new new language. There's a new article, Article 3, Section 2B, as in boy, that it tells them that anyone that they call, that they call at home to say, hey, you want the day? They got to use their sick day or their optional days. Okay, so that's, every, the, that's the thing though. So, be so once
0: they that,
2: yes. go ahead. Since you want to interrupt me, go ahead.
0: But once they finish, that's the thing. They're using their day now because I have to make sure they use it. But once they finish using it, now you go automatically to schedule. It off. so these guys and girls already know that. So it's about 30 of them that there's nothing you really can do. Once they start, once they end their days, they're going to continue taking days. So nobody wants to work. You know, we we, we So
2: have why a, so a why so, of, so why so why have a job if you don't want to work? You know, this I don't is know. this is I, this I, I
0: had
2: <laughs> This is this is but this is uh, allowing management to do this. They are allowing to do this and they're not doing it because they want to because they offering you the day it doesn't mean that you have to take the day. You know, and now with this, this, this uh, discipline going on, now they bring in guy for attendance, latenesses and attendance. They are doing it. They are bringing it in and they're following the, the discipline procedures. They are going with your warning letter. They are going with your one day suspension. They are going with your three day suspension. They are going with your five day suspension. They are going with your notice of discharge. And then they're going with the discharge. So they are following the grievance procedure of, I mean, the the discipline procedure to the bone right now. I, I'm bugging out that management is even following it. Only reason is because they're going to go all the way to the end with this, with the attendance. They're going to go all the way to arbitration. They want to go to arbitration because the arbitrating is ruling a lot of cases of attendance. They telling them, Hey, you don't want to work. They gave you all these opportunities to fix yourself and you're not fixing and you don't want to work. And so the the company has the right to discharge you. So if you want to take that route and, and, and go to that, to get this, to get discharged for attendance, that is your job, is your responsibility to come to work, to be there on time. Is that if you that's where you're gonna go back to your wife or your 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 girlfriend or whatever and say, Hey, I got I got fired because I just didn't I couldn't come to work, that's embarrassing. But whatever, it is what it is, but that's what they're looking for. They're looking for attendance, the uniforms, they're looking for all that stuff. Now getting back to the IBT. Sean O'Brien, I know you listen to me, but are you going to listen to me, Ray Carey, because I'm only the one who's going to be straight up with you. I'm not like the other platforms that fucking kiss your ass and lick your balls and all of that. I don't do none of that, bro, but I'm going to let you know straight up. It was kind of dis- a disappointment to see you in pictures with Donald Trump. I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about politics here, but we're a, Democrat- we're a Democratic union. He's a Republican. It's kind of sad to see that, you know, our uh, IBT pres- principal officers, you know, hello with Donald Trump. He's a Republican. Well, whatever. That's I'm, that's what I have to say. I know a lot of people are different, have different saying. That's my opinion only. And uh, sorry to say I didn't like to see that. Grievance procedures are the worst in, in the Teamsters right now. Um, is 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 it sucks. Uh, the grievance procedure is from the shop steward to the manager. And if they don't come to a conclusion to the grievance uh, uh, agreement or settlement, it goes to the B.A. level. And then here in local 4 I'm having a lot of issues with second step hearings. The reason I'm having a lot of issue with step um, I'm to, on the 10th of this uh, week. I have a big meeting with grievances, and I don't even know if it's going to even happen because I've been sending an email to confirm the, the meeting for these grievances. I have over 3,000 grievances that haven't been in the second step procedures under the Article 18 and now supplement, which is grievance procedures and arbitration procedures. So on, on January 10th, I'm supposed to be sitting down with the company on all these grievances and I don't even think that's going to even happen because no matter how much paper trail I have as far as months and you're talking about years of grievances, over 3000 grievances that haven't been in the second step uh, hearing only because of the fact that labor threw it on to the, di- the, the division manager and the division manager has no clue whatsoever. He has no clue of what the articles are. He has no clue what are the violations. He has no clue what is a union book. And that's a big problem. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jamie.
0: Oh, I didn't say that. I, was, I said, hmm.
2: Uh, oh, okay. So uh, so that's a big problem when it comes to the grievance procedure and then the second step on the grievance procedure. And that's why I said the grievance procedure sucks. So if you have a division manager that doesn't know his ads from his nose as far as the grievance procedure policies and the articles and the, the contract, it's like talking to the wall. Because you can argue the fact of why this is being grieved. And the shit is that the, the center managers are on the company response of writing, deny no violation. Obvious, there is a violation because the article is telling you there is a violation. So when it doesn't get uh, sort of over there from the shop steward to the manager, it goes to me, and then I have to deal with the dish, the division manager. Normally, it's supposed to be the labor manager because the labor manager knows the contract and the knows uh, the language, meaning that if you're being violated for a certain article the labor manager is going to know what article is being violated and we're investigated from there and then we'll come to a conclusion or a settlement with a district with a division manager that don't know his ass from his nose don't know the contract don't know the article don't know what a a contract book looked like it's bad because you cannot communicate with him in the level that you want to be on in the second step level so this division manager for me Has been canceling out all my second step hearing, which is the violation of Article 18 on the grievance procedure. I put in Article 18s on him. He haven't responded to those article 18, which is another factor. This is what I'm saying: that this company is getting away with all this shit. And we need stronger language on the grievances. Because they feel that they could do this to us. They could fucking let this shit go. I have three over 3,000 grievances from 2022. 2022 to now, over 3,000 grievances. And the company knows that they can delay this process. And fuck everyone. This is why the membership... Doesn't want to grieve because of the fact is the grieving procedure takes so fucking long. By the time you get paid or hear this grievance, you either A, got discharged or B, you retired or C, you just don't care. And that's the that's why a lot of members are not uh having any good reason to grieve to grieve because they're going to say I already grieved and I got nothing done. So the grievance procedure does sucks here. I mean, for me, I don't know in other places. I'm just talking talking about me and and what I'm dealing with and what I'm sure other uh, locals are dealing with as far as grievance procedures go. And I think in the next five years, that's how long we got to wait for another proposal. We have to put some teeth into the grievance procedures. I know a guy in long I think he's on now that his grievances uh are- hey Pat. Hey put a hey, Cush. You there? Well anyway, uh he has massive Yeah, I'm here. He I'm has here. I-, I I'm talking about I know you have massive supervisor working grievances. Massive. And I how do- long it's been since they even heard your supervisor working grievances?
1: Well, those grievances that are, they actually going to hear it. They heard it already. We had we had a we had a meeting. Uh, uh, I think it was in October, and uh, there was only one day. Obviously, there were so many grievances. We knew we're not going to finish, and they are from two thousand nineteen and two thousand and twenty.
2: That's crazy.
1: That is, see. That's... I went. I went to the. I went to the to the local right panel. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the international panel. where Everything uh, deadlock. And I'm, I think I'm in Seattle, I w- it was over a year ago. That's where I was. And we just got that uh, in October. We didn't finish, obviously. And now we go in uh, February 1st and February 2nd.
2: Back to the national or back to the local?
1: No, no, no. Now it's here now. Yeah, right, right. Because they this pushed the, it. The final p- step.
2: Right. So yeah. they pushed it back to the local. So you see, this is what I'm talking about. It gets the procedure of a grievance from 2019. It takes so long. We in 2024 now. This is when he's gonna hear the final of it, and almost I almost guarantee you they're gonna probably deadlock that also, and send it to AAA afterwards. I believe, but it is
1: no, no, no. This is this is the arbitrator. This is the final step.
2: Okay, so the The arbitrator
1: is gonna rule on this one.
2: Okay, good. So it is the final step, but the procedure that went through to these grievances from 2019 is is crazy. Because if everyone is going to the national panel, the national panel should have been the the, the dead end of that grievance right there. It should have been um, no deadlocks on the national panel if, it, if if any grievance gets to the national panel it should be heard at the national panel and it should be settled at the national panel it shouldn't go any further because this is what the company relies on the delay of a grievance a delay a long delay 2019 20 21 22 23 5 years already five years of him going through the process just to get a grievance paid five fucking years because the procedures of the grievance sucks ass i think it shouldn't go further than the the national panel once a grievance goes to the national panel it should be heard there it should be disputed there and it should be settled there Period. It shouldn't go back to the local because it got deadlocked in national. And that's another thing. National is a big waste of fucking time. I mean, a lot of locals go to the national panel and they shouldn't, you know, they were they're postponing their 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 cases. And and, you know, when the members pay for that, the members pay for your executive board to go to that national panel. To go to that national panel is to make sure to fight for the grievance of the, of the local. If you have no business in national panel and you are postponing all your freaking cases and you still stay there the whole week, you're just taking money from the membership because the member push you, uh, sends you there. They pay for everything there. If you don't have any cases and you're going to postpone, send one representative, postpone all your cases. Like you're going to do have one representative there All your representatives don't need to be at the national to postpone your cases. That shit is, that shit is money out the door. So I, you know, it, it's just, to me, it's a waste of fucking time and a waste of money. Um, I think all grievances should be settled and deal with. If it doesn't get settled, it should something. Something should be done there. That an arbitrator should be there. Now, a national panel. They only have an arbitrator for Article Thirty Seven, which is harassment. That's the only time they bring an arbitrator into the national. I think a na- I think the arbitrator should be for every case that is going into the national cases, and let an arbitrator rule, and let it be done there. Simple as that. Don't let it. Sh- don't let them shoot it back because they got deadlocked back to the locals so they could wait another four fucking years for a fucking $3 grievance. Get the fuck out of here. By the time all that shit is done, you know, with the penalty grievance and the bullshit, I think, you know, it's just a waste of fucking uh, membership money, and I think it should be a better way of doing that, and they should be thinking about it for the next contract, Um Going forward because the grievance procedure really really sucks Okay, I want to talk about people calling uh, People calling the BA and and asking the BA hey What are you going to do about me stealing a phone? Well, let me tell you something my friend my friends my members my wonderful trustee friends Listen a business agent is not there to protect your job. You are there to protect your own job, okay? The business agent is there to make sure they don't violate your rights, make sure they don't violate the contract, and make sure what the investigation that's going on of you stealing a phone is the right way they're doing it, and they have all the evidence to prove that you stole that phone, and we, the union, uh, are not there to protect your job like that, okay? Because we don't tell you, hey, steal a phone. Don't worry about it. We got you. No, we don't. We tell you not to steal a phone and the consequences that comes after stealing a phone. If they have video, they have you with the merchandise, it's nothing the union could do. You are caught red-handed, okay? If he was uh, if he was in the company catching you and you was doing this outside of the company, you'll be in handcuffs with theft, so theft, is that's on you. That's that guy in the mirror looking up in the mirror every morning. That's the guy that fired you. That guy right there that's looking in the mirror. We, the union, doesn't protect. We protect. We, we try. I mean, we try to, to you know, to uh, go around the video. But if, you're, if your hand is in the cookie jar and they got video of it, Sorry. It's nothing that we can do to protect your job. So stop calling me and saying, what are you going to do to protect my to to get my job back? I'll do everything possible to make sure they, they didn't violate your rights, your your contract. But you're the one who stole that phone and you're the one who got caught red handed. There's cameras everywhere in these trucks. I mean, not in the trucks or in the warehouse. So if you think you're being slick wreck and you're going to be around, they're going to catch you. Okay, so don't do it. Don't don't steal because the union will cannot fight that if they come up with an investigation. I mean, I won some investigations like that because, you know, I looked into it and I saw that they had the wrong package, the wrong thing. You know, company does fuck that up sometimes. And I got it, and, um, you know, the guy got his job back. But it's not, it's not always like that. It's always the fact that, yeah, hey, they got video. They got you in the video. They got you, your hand in the cookie jar, and it's nothing we can do to do that to save your job. I mean, I can sure fight and try to pull a red rabbit out of my ass to get you to have your job back, but that sometimes doesn't work. Okay. Uh, here in local eight or four, we having a lot of payroll issues because uh, the eight we have now eight sick days here in local eight four, and of course the company fucked that up again, again. So just to let you guys know that you know is an error from the payroll. That's the company. We don't have access to the company. We only know that they have the. They have to put those eight hours, I mean, I'm sorry, the 64 hours of sick time in your pay. We have nothing to do with that. It's their error. We are looking into it to make sure that they fix it just like the last time when they uh, supposedly put two days, they put it in at the end. Okay, year to date. A lot of members don't know what year to date is. Year to date is your attendance and this is where I'm you getting uh, killed up uh, because you're telling me you have 9 days of sick in your bank but you have 13 days already called out sick. So that's how year to date works. Year to date is today is January 7, 2024. Your if you call out sick today, your that this day will drop on January 7, 2026. It drops every time you work it the day so that's why you say why am I having a tenant problem if I have nine days in the bank and I have 14 days out so year to date that's what it's called year to date. everybody calls me all the time what is year today what is year to date that is year to date so today is January 7th like I said 2024 if you call out sick today 2025 the same day that day will drop election here in local 804 is coming up uh 2024 elections and already the guys that hide behind the rock are coming out and talking on facebook and that's what they always do guys don't get discouraged of the the procedures and the uh, election procedures people are going to talk shit there's always going to be some sandbagging some uh, people that don't know what they're talking about that's what they do to persuade you to choose the other way we have nothing to do with layoffs here in, in in the company, in the union. Nothing to do with layoffs. Layoff comes with the volume. Layoffs come from the company. That's why we have a layoff language. Our layoff language is probably one of the good ones in the in supplement. And we have a choice of splitting your shift. You not normally get laid off. You go and do four hours preload, four hours Local sort, I know it's hard and it's, it's crazy, but we have that language in the layoff language. Now that everyone turned into uh from 224. On your go ahead, Pat. Pat, did you say something?
1: Oh, my bad. My bad.
2: Okay, so um now that the 224 is turned into O three hundreds um you know the layoff language is different now for the twenty-two fours. now now you we it's a 36 hour thing if they lay you off you can go bump into the less seniority person in any anywhere well first you start off in the area that you you're working at so if you have a two center building uh first you go bump into the next center if you have the seniority to bump if you don't have it you go within the area which is you know in the Bronx, whatever in the, in the area. If you can't find a a person that has less seniority, you within that area, you have the right to bump in another area, which is if you have a less seniority guy in Suffolk, then you can bump into Suffolk. That means you're going to have to drive to Suffolk. And that will be your daily routine until the work comes back to your center. And then you could come back to your center. So, I know the company is thinking about that, but the volume is down and we don't have any control of layoffs. Everyone blames the union, always saying the union, the union, the union. What are you doing for the union? Exactly that. A moment of silence. What are you doing for the union? Coming in on your work, on your six day punch, pushing out all that work on Saturday, making Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday dry, because that's what's happening. That's what is happening. You know, and I, I know people live over their means and they buy expensive cars, expensive houses, a mortgage. I got it. I got it. But I never lived over my means. I don't know why. I bought a Toyota or whatever, a, a A&B car, a Chevrolet, Chevette, whatever it costs, I it got me from A to B and that's all I needed for to go to work because what are you going to do with a $100,000 car parked in your park in the parking lot the whole day while you're working you have no and then you're you're working on Saturday so you, I mean what are you having a, it doesn't make sense but whatever everybody has their own ways of doing things but Because you have your means, you have other means of finances and now you're screwing up the fact that, you know, it could be layoffs because of you coming in on a Saturday. I don't mind you coming in on a Saturday. I really don't. I really don't. But I would like you to work eight hours instead of two hours or three hours. You will never hear a peek from me if you say to me, I'm here because I need the money. Good. Stay eight hours and make the money. I'm good with that. But if you're going to come in to, you know, to do two hours work for work, it doesn't make sense. But whatever. That's my opinion, and that's what it is. Jamie, you're on. Pat, you're on. Uh, Lockwood, you're on. What's up? What Anybody? I mean, am I the only one talking? Aaron, what's up, man? I guess I'm the only one talking. Whatever. So anyway, um, stealing time. I just had a case of stealing time. Guys, if you are running late, you know you got to call the supervisor running late. Number two, when you get in and you're not in dress uniform, you make sure you don't punch in, go upstairs and change and then come down while you're running late. You know the rules. The rules are when you're punched in, you got to be ready to work. You got to be in full uniform, ready to work. Simple as that. You know, these guys are looking for anything, anything and anything to fire anyone because they are they don't want to lay off. So they're going to start looking for anything for cardinal sin and getting fired. The scenario was a guy called a supervisor at 915 in the morning. His start time was 925. Okay, he called at 915 and his start time was 925. He called the supervisor. He says, hey, listen, uh, are you over? Because, you know, I would like to stay home. The supervisor said, no, you need to come in. So he said, okay, I'm going to be late. Okay. So he comes in at 929. He grabs his board. He walks right by the supervisor, not in uniform. He walks up the stairs to the locker room. He punches in at 931 It takes him three minutes to change his clothes. He comes back down and guess who's waiting for him at the bottom of the steps? The same supervisor that told him, I need you to come in. They put him in the office and they discharge him for stealing time. And you say management is your friend. Well, guess what? He's your best friend because now I got to fight for because he's, They saying he stole three minutes for changing his clothes and punching into the clock. Guys, come on. We are grown men here. There's no need for you to steal fucking three minutes and get fired for it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You know, the shop steward preaches you and tells you every time that you cannot be out of uniform punched into the clock and not ready to work. You must be in full uniform, punched into the clock, ready at the PCM and ready to work. You have to be ready with no hoodies on and no pink sneakers. I don't know how many times I have to say it to, I say it to the shop stewards. I, I say it at the parking lot meetings. I say it on my podcast. I say it on YouTube. I say it everywhere that these fucking pieces of shit management people are looking for one little thing to pull you in the office they get a thrill of fact to get you and 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 they get I don't know if they get rewarded or whatever the case may be but it feels that way because it's crazy how this scenario went down and he waited for Instead of the supervisor saying, listen, don't clock in because you're going to go change and give him his heads up. The supervisor allowed him to do that, to punch in, to go change and then come back down while he's in uniform and bring him into the office and discharge him for deceiving the company dishonesty. And it's only three minutes, three fucking minutes. So now I got to fight for this guy. Now it comes into my hands. Now I got to fight and see now they're going to pull out all his records. And let me tell you something. It's not good. Three minutes. Three minutes. I got him his job back a year ago for falsifying documents. Falsifying documents. I actually got his job back. Now they waited for this guy. They waited to trap him into a, a, a dishonestly act. And this is what they do, guys. They wait for you to slip to get you. They say, hey, how you doing? How was your weekend? But they wait. They wait for the right moment to get you. Don't trust any management. Don't think that your friends. Okay? They are not your friends. I'm telling you, they are not your friends. I guess I'm talking by myself today because today I have a bunch of people here that don't talk. What is going on out there in the, in the you union? Were,
1: you were on a roll. You were on a roll, Hector. That's why. What was that? <laughs> you were on a roll. You were rolling. That's why.
2: I'm on a roll. Uh, yeah.
1: I want yeah, to chime in on that, what you just said, because we actually just had a case about stealing time. And uh, uh, it actually opened up our eyes a little bigger now. Why? Because you know when peak happens... The company gets Luxy Daisy. They buy pizza. Everybody, it's Gumbaya. You know, we love you guys. Come and help us. You know, come on Saturdays and all that stuff. And actually, one guy had a helper. Uh, he was over allowed. Whatever, two hundred clicks. And guess what? They followed the guy during peak. They built the case all the way back to November fifteenth, and it was exactly what you were talking about. Two minutes here, three minutes there, and they put him on notice of discharge. He was in the now working 72, and we had to go and argue it. And thank God we got his job back and, uh, after he was taking a suspension. But it was a guy with a lot of seniority, and he did a lot of stupid shit. And we had to defend it, and thank God he's still working. After suspension, he's going to come back to work. But it's something that I saw new in my short period at UPS and as a steward, uh, that they actually had a supervisor following the guy during peak, taking videos, taking pictures, and taking notes.
2: And that's another thing. Uh, Guys are calling me and and asking, I'm, I'm being followed by a supervisor. Can they do that? Do I have harassment? And the answer is No they The supervisor has every right to observe any uh u p s uh any truck and anywhere they have the right to observe uh you guys doing the and and I told the guy i said, listen, don't worry about him in the car following you as long as you're doing the right thing and doing the three you know the 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 coming out of the truck with three steps and you're tucking in your you don't have to tuck in your because it's not a method." You know, if you want tuck in your mirror, make sure your hazard lights is on and make sure you parked in a in a safe place. And, you you know, you're not uh, um, dragging the hand truck, you're pushing the hand truck. You, if you're doing everything right, you have nothing to fear. I mean, I, I always, always like that. When I was a driver, I, I, you know, I had nothing to fear because I did everything by the book. I didn't cross in front of the truck. I crossed from the behind the truck. I uh, If I had to unload from the back, I unload from the back. If I had from the front, I unload from the front. I mean, I did everything. So I didn't care. I didn't care that they looked at me. There's a waste of time for them. But they, that's what they do because they have nothing better else to do but to fuck with you and to see how you, you you react to the fact that they're watching you. And sometimes people get nervous and they fuck up. They do certain things because they're thinking about the supervisor looking at them and they're not thinking about what they should be doing in, as far as the methods. So don't worry. If you're doing the right thing, do the right thing. They can't get you on anything. This is what this company does. This is, this is sometimes they bring you in the office. They have absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing on you. They say this, 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 that, and that, but they have nothing. And then what they do got is you lying during an investigation. That's what they do, guy, and that's what they hope they get you on for lying during investigation. When they say, hey, we saw you going into this store and you came out the back way and you say, no, no, no. I came out the front way and I did it the right way, whatever the case may be. They're going to say, now we got you lying during because they filmed you going the back way instead of the front way like you said you did. And that's when they got you. And even though you didn't violate any fucking anything, but they got you for lying during investigation. So you got to watch what you say and be honest. The honesty is the best policy. I can fight a great honest person I can't fight a lie I try fighting lies I I always lose I don't know why why because the fucking lie that's why I can't fight a lie and especially if you're not being straight up with your shop steward or your business agent and you're not telling him the whole story listen we're there to defend you to try to keep your job you need to be as honest 100% with your shop steward and your business agent for him to fight for you the right way because guess what with honesty they can't get you. With dishonesty, they got you. And they're going to prove it because this is what this company does. They go out there. They film you. You say, I walked behind the truck. you, And they say, you didn't. And then they say, hey, bang, here's a fucking uh, ring camera saying otherwise. And then they fire you for dishonesty. It makes no it makes sense. Th- Hello? Hello. Hold up. He's got to go on mute. Ex to mute. Oh, no. So uh, he's on mute now. So that's 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 the problem that's going on now. And this is the, what the company is doing right now. They're looking for a little shit to bring people into the office and try to discharge people, uh, try to discharge members because they are having a, they're going to have a layoff because the volume is down, so you need to watch out for yourself. If you love, if you like this job, and you love this job, and you wanted a career and it's paying all your bills and all that, the best thing to do is follow the methods, follow the instructions, and stop, guys. Fucking stop having supervisors messing you on your cell phone. I keep saying that shit. The diet board is there for a reason, for records for records because the shop the the supervisor that calls you and tells you to do something and that's Vinny put out on Facebook uh, you see or you, you heard the whole conversation of a supervisor telling somebody to just drop off the packages don't worry about it I got you that happened up in Forster uh, and and that's what they do this is what luckily that freaking uh somebody recorded and it got the truth out but situations like that this is what a manager does if he tells you to do something that is not right you must call your super you must call your shop steward or call your ba that if you feel you comfortable talking to the ba call your ba let them know what they are trying to do or what they they want you to do and see if it's kosher enough to do it and i tell you straight up hell fucking no if that's the case because they it comes back on you because once those packages are are left there and The customer says, I never got him. Guess what the manager's going to do? I never told him to do that. He's got to save his own job because if he instructed the guy to do that and those packages are gone, the company goes after the driver. And the the manager is going to, the supervisor is going to be like, I never said that to him. He's fucking lying. I prove it. Prove it. Your phone is your private phone. You shouldn't have any conversations with supervisors on your phone. Any conversation that you want to have with a supervisor should be on a diet board, on a diet board. So I have, uh, what else I have here? Uh, code 26, code 45. We already spoke about that. Nine, five lists. So anybody that knows that January 5th was the last day To get on the 9-5 list, I I suggest that everyone gets on the 9-5 list uh, and show this company that, you know, the violations are going to come. 9-5 are the easiest grievance to pay as long as you're on that 9-5 list and you gave them a week to fix the opportunity to fix your route and you still are going over 9-5. That's great because three days out of the violations, it becomes a triple time for that grievance i think it's quadruple time now if i'm not mistaken but uh it is it is a good to be on the nine five grievance i know some guys say no i want the overtime i gotta pay bills blah 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 some of them don't want the overtime they want to be on the nine five because they want to have time to go home and spend time with their kids totally understand So if you it's already too late, it's already January 7th, but the last day was January 5th. The next time that you will be able to opt in to the 9-5 will be in June, I believe. Am I wrong, guys? You shop store guys?
1: I guess. Yeah, I think you're right.
2: You think I'm right. (laughs) Go ahead, Jamie. What's up? Jamie K. Unmute yourself. I can't hear you. You know, something wrong with his mic. How about now? No, I can't hear you now. All right, so uh, maybe I think reset or something is not coming through. Just cause you nine five list. I don't. I can't read that because I don't have the chat. But anyway, um, it is now three fifty six p.m. And you know I usually do the show for an hour. If you guys, Jose, if anybody wants to say something, if it's not politics involved jose i don't want to hear about pakistanian i don't want to hear about israel i want to hear about union stuff here at uh union power radio i'm i want well,
3: unions that. union stuff has to do with with our general president meeting uh a fucking fascist i'm Mexican American dog when mm-hmm. that fool came down that elevator and his fucking golden tower over there and i think it's in Manhattan. The Trump Tower. The first thing that that fool did, that piece of garbage did, was attack Mexican American immigrants. Right.
2: You know, so, like I said,
3: I don't want I to ne- talk, and I-, I never, and I will never, I will never. So when, you, you, once that, once I saw that photo, that shit just lit me up. Well, well, for, I, for I everything I, that guy stands for. That guy is anti union. That guy crossed a SAG after picking line when he had The Apprentice. So you're going to have a meeting with this guy. I understand that he's running; he's 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 going to be a viable uh, a candidate for president. I understand all that, but at some point, you take a principled stand and say, "I understand he's going to be a presidential candidate, but out of sheer principle, as a trade union leader that has a that has a lot of immigrants in uh, in in his constituency." That has a lot of uh, LGBTQ in his constituency. That has a lot of multi-religious uh, individuals rank and file in his constituency. I cannot meet with this man. And guess what? He met with that man, that piece of garbage. So I understand you don't want to talk about politics, homie. No, I said it. I listen. I said it. This, is this is this, this, said this it. is this is this is I season. said it in this the election season, and we're gonna work politics is gonna. Politics labor and politics go hand in hand they just do just because of the nature of we we uh, we can control and we could control is our labor right if we could if we go up there and strike if all of us got up there and, and did a general strike we would show the true power of of what uh of what workers have but we haven't had a, a general strike since the thirties well that was in minneapolis but you know, we've had general strikes in cities, but not a, a a national general strike. You know, so that photo, when he took with them, to me, it betrayed the Teamsters. I, I didn't I like. I mean, the I understand. F- I there's a lot listen, of Trump Teamsters. I, I I see the I see the bands. I see the decals. I, see I the guess you ain't letting me backpack, talk, huh? But, so
2: uh, so I in the beginning of the show, if you wasn't, yes, you I wasn't heard here, a little bit of it. And I, I, I'm very disappointed on the fact that he took a picture with uh, Donald Trump. But like I said, I don't want to make this a political show. This is not, I don't give a fuck about Republicans and I don't give a fuck what, what's going on. I, I don't want that show. I want to talk about union politics and what's going on in the IBT with the contract, with the grievances, with the walking all over this contract. This is what this company is doing. It's walking all over this contract. And that picture, it did disappoint me because we are a democratic union and I don't understand that picture. I can't even compromise what the fuck is going on with that picture and why. Uh, I mean, I just don't know, understand the 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 reason for him to put or someone to put that, especially TD, TDU put that picture out. They are, you know, TDU what? is the one that put that picture out, no? Because uh, I didn't,
3: I didn't see, I I didn't see that on their on their. Well, it's uh, on uh, a heading. It says,
2: to, to, you know, Teamsters Democratic Union, and they put it. I I I don't know if they put that picture. I might be talking out of my ass, but well, you I know, two pictures. One I
3: one I saw. It, I saw the one that the Teamsters did. There was two photos taken. One that the Teamster posted. Sean O'Brien is like kind of like this, you know. And then there's a second one that uh uh Trump posted on his uh whatever his Twitter thing is called social media truth or whatever the fuck it's called. And both of them are doing the thumbs up. So there's two photos out there. One where where Trump is with the thumbs up and O'Brien's kind of, you know, like there's uh fingers together and you know. And the sec there's another one that has both of them with the thumbs up, you know.
1: Yeah. So well, we're, we're
3: we're talking about this contract well, now. We're seeing. I'm hearing that UPS wants to put a bunch of loads back on the on the on the trains. You know, we see the massive layoffs. I'm hearing the three centers in my hub in Anaheim, which is uh, Huntington, Tustin, and College, between 30 to 40 drivers are going to be laid off. You know, and that means that a lot of means that part timers are going to get laid off. It means part timers with that had, you know, five year seniority and had visions of going driving, you know, they're not going to go driving for a while. And you talk about this contract and UPS running it over. I forgot what was the number that was agreed upon that UPS will create new jobs. <laughs> I don't see you, I don't see UPS creating any new jobs. To because how the, this this economy is going to dictate that
1: exactly. you know
3: exactly and then we when we you we talk about politics here we're going to talk about politics we, we we have a president that hasn't done nothing for the NLRB, which is labor which is labor he hasn't he he's he's done some things but he hasn't fully funded the NLRB so they could go out in these facilities and investigate all these violations that these corporations are doing with UPS included, you know, but we had a, we had our general president meet with the man that gutted that gut, that further gutted the NLRB, you know? So all this is, it intersects labor intersects on a whole different issues. A whole just because we're workers and we're not homogenous in, in our nature, we're not just, Jose, I'm going to cut you. We're we're different. We're all different, different, uh, society that come together because of work. And that's why these things matter to, that should matter to labor. To me, it does matter to labor. You know, (laughs) I, I, I I, I don't see, this is why last year I approached John O'Brien about that concept called Reopener with the Right to Strike hmm And this is why it's vitally important to have that reopen her with the right to strike, because we have, we're, we're tied in for this fucker for five years. Yep, four and a half now, a little bit more, a little bit less than four and a half years. Well, four and a half years. Whatever. a little bit more. a couple it's, months. It's like we're tied years. in. We can' not do nothing about nothing. We could put grievances together, but what's the grievance? what's the national grievance panel going to do? They're gonna, they're going ju- they're going to judge it one way. At the next second, or they're gonna that, hang out that for that a whole second. You,
2: they're gonna you hang out for a whole to week and deadlock it.
3: Yeah, and you see, this is why we needed something like that—a reopener with the right to strike, so we could go in during mid-contract and open whatever we need to open, whether it be wages, technology, harassment, uh, safety, whatever it may be. So we could we could strike the company. What, what did these picket practices really do? What did they really do? Other than it just, it was nice uh, viewership on the TV. It was nice to see us on the TV. What did it really do? What did it gain us? What did it gain us? It didn't gain us anything, dude. Didn't it?
2: Nope. Anyway. Well, Yep, and I'm I'm t- I'm kind of pissed off that we should have went on strike, but whatever. It is what it is. We have a contract already ratified. We got to deal with it for the next 5 years. But I don't understand what is Sean O'Brien doing about it because this company is taking this contract and wiping their ass with it. There's a lot of violations that is going on. They are violating a majority of the articles, articles 3 uh, article 37, Section 3, which is they have the 24 hours to advise you that you're going on a safety or a OJS and give you the reason why they are violating that article. They are violating uh, the forcing um, to the uh, Tuesday to Saturday, which it says in the article, anyone that has a seniority less than 8-1-2019 will not be forced to Tuesday to Saturday. They are doing that right now. So it's a lot of things that are being done, especially the forced six day punch and other locals that we were on the show. The last show we were on, that we had guys, some, some guys from from that local talk about how they're being forced to a six day punch. That's is being walked on also. And what a, what is the IBT doing about it? What is the IBD doing about it? I, I have. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard what is the action. All I heard is they're going to do a contract uh, negotiation with TDU to negotiate a contract uh, fight. Well, I don't know what the fuck is that. I mean, it's a more a waste of money uh, getting, uh, you know, what the okay, fuck. Can, can, can you elaborate, Hane? Because this is the
3: first thing I'm hearing about. This TDU IBT and the and the four six day punch which is happening at local uh,
2: well the, uh, uh, the the TDU is 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 punching out the you know about the con- uh, what is it enforcing the contract uh, shit what oh are, yeah yeah I mean, uh, they, uh, they
1: had what, a what, webinar a yeah what, weeks what ago I mean what
2: are, what what you know I Sean grab the fucking joystick and control the IBT you do what you got to do Sean. You have to control this. This is your contract. This is the member's contract. This is not TDU's contract. TDU don't know their ass from their fucking nose. You cannot have, you have to take total control and don't let this TDU people fucking get in there and not knowing you have a person in TDU that's not even a fucking teamster telling you, giving you advice. Give me a fucking break, Sean. I know you listen, bro. Come on, I'm straight up with you. I had to do a whole switch around and you know and, and understand that when you were with Hoffa and I say, hey, it's gonna be different now. It's gotta be different now. For the members' sake, God I don't even want to say it. It's it, let's 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 move forward, man. Let's 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 move to a different direction. This TDU getting involved with the contract negotiation or the contract enforcement shit, fuck you. Let IBT and the Teamsters enforce the fucking contract. Simple as that. I ain't getting sick of fucking tired of fucking listening to the members cry out for the violations this fucking company is doing. It is pissing me the fuck off. I don't like being my back against the wall. I don't like it. And this contract and not being enforced, and this company's taking advantage is putting my back against the fucking wall. I'm here to represent the, 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 the members and fight for them, for their rights and their contract. Don't fucking do this to me. Stop this sh- bullshit, this publicity bullshit with TDU. Fuck TDU. Simple as that. Let's get the Teamsters back on track rather than rather than going to
3: Margo Lago to meet that piece of garbage and fuck Donald Trump too and Joe Biden.
2: All right, listen. Jose, 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 Jose. Jose, get Jose, get Jose, Jose. Jose. Jose, Jose, I'm I'm going to I'm going to stop you because I'm not going to go into that. Okay? It is what it is. You don't like it, that's fine with me. I I see your opinion. I don't like the fact that he took a picture. Okay, fine. Let's talk about union. All right. So, anyway, I'm going to talk. We're going to talk about union. But right now, I it's time for me to get off the air. It's 410. I do this show for an hour. I wish I could do it for longer. I got a lot more to say and I got a lot more education for you guys out there that I don't want you guys to get caught up in bullshit of what I spoke about today. So I will get back on the air in two weeks from now and I will talk more about educating you guys of what not to do and how to react in office, how to be in an office, how to know how that you can have the right to tell your shops to it. I want a caucus to get the fuck out of the office. Never speak your mind inside that office. They shouldn't know what you need to say. If you need something to say to your shop store, you say it outside the doors by doing a caucus. Tell your you can do the caucus, but you can tell your your shop to do it to uh, call out a caucus and get out of that room and tell him what you need to say. With that said, I want to thank everyone for listening to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. I'll be back on in two more weeks. I'm sorry that I have to run, but it's a snow blizzard out here. I got to take the snow off my car, and I got to move on and move on. Jose, I know you got a lot to say, but listen to me. You, you came in late, bro. You came in late. If you no, would have came know, in, if you would have came in a little bit earlier, you had a lot more time. So I want to thank everyone for listening to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. I'll see you next week in two weeks. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, uh, Jamie, for coming on. Bye-bye.